Welcome back to America's Lost History, episode 1.4, Rhode Island. I'm your host, as always, Ron Wismer, and today we're going to be discussing the two delegates from the tiny colony of Rhode Island. So this one will be a little bit quicker than our normal episodes. So let's get right into it. Our first candidate or delegate would be William Ellery, born December the 22nd, 1727, died February the 15th, 1820, and he was 48 years old at the age of signing. Born in Newport, Rhode Island, the son of William Ellery Sr. and Elizabeth Almy, through his mother he was descended from Thomas Cornell, one of the earliest settlers of Rhode Island. William's father was a merchant and local politician, and William Sr. had served as the deputy governor of the Rhode Island colony. William graduated from Harvard in 1747. After graduating, he worked as a merchant, a clerk of the court, and a customs collector. At the age of 40, he studied law and opened his own practice. He practiced law for 20 years and was an unassuming patriot. He was the third runner-up to be sent to Philadelphia. Uh, Stephen Ward was the original delegate, but uh, died from smallpox shortly after arriving in Philadelphia. William joined Congress in May of 1776 and remained in Congress for eight of the next ten years. He was quoted as saying, I was determined to see how they all looked as they signed what might be their death warrant. I placed myself by the secretary, Charles Thompson, and eyed each closely as he affixed his name to the document. Undaunted resolution was displayed on every countenance. So he actually sat next to the signers and watched them as they signed. And it, it is true that they were possibly signing their death warrant. He remained an unassuming patriot through his time in Congress. He served on committees related to the mail, the wounded of the army, and army purchasing. So not really glamorous, but things that needed to be done. While in Congress, he maintained his law practice in Rhode Island, traveling by horseback between his home and Philadelphia. In 1778, his home was actually burned by the British. Not sure if they did that knowing that he was a signer of the Declaration or just that it was a prominent house in Rhode Island, at which, at that point, the British had occupied. He and his family relocated to Dighton, Massachusetts, until 1786. And then in 1786, he returned to Rhode Island to restart his practice and fix his financial situation. In 1790, President Washington appointed Ellery custom collector for Newport, a post he would hold until his death. Um, this was definitely a, a post that would keep him at least financially comfortable and stable for the rest of his life. Ellery would outlive both his wives and have 16 children. He would be the second oldest signer when he died, and his descendants included William Ellery Channing, who was a poet, and Kira Sedgwick. So William Ellery is the great is a great answer for the six degrees of Kevin Bacon game since he's married to Kira Sedgwick. So that's a great bit of trivia for you guys. So our next uh, delegate will be Stephen Hopkins. Stephen Hopkins famously is the drunken signer from the 1776 movie. If you're playing along and watching that movie as you progress through this series, Stephen Hopkins was born. March 17, 1707, and died July the 13th, 1785, at the age of signing of 69 years old. Stephen Hopkins was born in Providence, Rhode Island, and his father, William Hopkins, and his mother, Ruth Hopkins. He has no formal education to speak, um, speak of. His father was a, f a farmer, and he became a farmer until about 1731, and then he moved back to Providence, where he became a merchant. In 1732, he was elected representative for I'm going to get this wrong, Skituate, Rhode Island, a post he would hold until 1738, 
in the Rhode Island General Assembly. 1741, he returned to the Assembly, where he was elected Speaker of the House. He would then serve in the Assembly until 1751, when he was made Chief Justice for Rhode Island. In 1754, Hopkins represented Rhode Island in the Albany Congress. This conference was designed to improve relations with the Native Americans. It was served kind of as the template for the Philadelphia Convention, uh, because this was one of the first times all of the colonies not all of the colonies, a majority of the colonies got together and handled an issue that was affecting them all. So seven of the 13 colonies were represented in the, at the Congress and uh, they basically they came with, up with some ideas on how to better treat the, the Native Americans. In 1756 Hopkins was elected governor of Rhode Island and he continued in this role until 1767. He served throughout the French and Indian Wars and helped promote recruitment for the war effort. In fact, at one point, when Rhode Island was threatened by the French, he would lead his lead troops in defense of Rhode Island. Luckily, he was not actually needed to go into battle. He was an early opponent of the Parliament's oppressive efforts, and, and in 1774, he held three of the high-profile positions. He was Chief Justice of Rhode Island, he was Representative in the Provincial Assembly, and he was Delegate to the Continental Congress. Hopkins introduced a bill to prevent the importation of slaves into Rhode Island, and freed his own slaves at this point. There is some debate as, as to whether Stephen Hopkins freed his slaves then or at his death. Um, there is some partial evidence that two of his slaves who had been living independent uh, of Mr. Hopkins at that point uh, were not technically freed until his death, but for the most part they were they were freed. He would serve in the Continental Congress until 1778 and in his last year of serving in Congress, he helped to draft the Articles of Confederation. Hopkins was the second oldest signer of the Declaration. Dr. Franklin was the oldest. He's quoted as saying, he's quoted as saying, my hand trembles, but my heart does not. He would help found what would become Brown University, and he founded Providence Rhode Island's first subscription library. He would pass on July the 13th, 1785. So like I said, this is gonna be a short episode, but those are our two delegates from Rhode Island. Please join us on the Facebook group, Search for America's Lost History, and we have a discussion. Um, we're working our way through this first set series of the uh, Signers of the American Declaration, and then I will be taking suggestions for what people would like to talk about next. So, thank you very much, and have a good week.